With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. The letters of the Bible. And as you know, we are in the letter to the Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. We use a King James Version Bible. We ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding in the name of Yahshua. As we go through this letter to the Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. I want us to read from verse 14. We looked at this last time a little bit. I thank God that I baptized none of you but Crispus and Gaius, lest any should say that I had baptized in my own name. And I baptized also the household of Stephanus. Besides, I know not whether I baptized any other. For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with the wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Let's take a look at that. We looked at Paul speaking to the Corinthians about calling themselves different denominations a little bit last time. Let's look at it some more in this study. In verses 14 and 15, which says, I thank God that I baptized none of you but Crispus and Gaius, lest any should say that I had baptized in my own name, in these verses, Paul is upset with things he's hearing about the brethren in the city of Corinth. He knows they are coming up with false doctrine, and he doesn't want anyone to say he is teaching false doctrine. He baptized only a few people in Corinth, as he tells us. First one he mentions here is... Crispus, and he baptized him. Let us look at the works of Paul for the kingdom and do away with false doctrine. There's so much false doctrine in Christianity today. I want you to hold your place in the Corinthians there and find out about, let's find out about Crispus. Acts chapter 18. You're going to find out what Paul was talking about. So go to chapter 18, and we're going to be picking it up, Acts chapter 18, in verse 1. After these things, Paul departed from Athens and came to Corinth. How do you like that? Paul's coming to 
Corinth. And found a certain Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, lately come from Italy, with his wife Priscilla, because that Claudius hath commanded all Jews to part from Rome, and came unto them. So, you see, Paul went to these people that he had met. And why did he go to them? And because he was of the same craft, he abode with them and wrought for by their occupation, they were tent makers. And we know that Paul was a tent maker. So Paul comes to Corinth and stays with fellow Jews and tent makers. Obviously, he's going to be going to work. There's a lot of work to be had in Corinth. It's an up-and-coming city, as we've learned. Verse 4. And he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and persuaded the Jews and the Greeks. So, while Paul was there, every Sabbath he would go to the synagogues because that's where they hung out together in the synagogues on the Sabbath. And with Silas and Timotheus were come from Macedonia, Paul was pressed in the spirit and testified to the Jews that Jesus was Christ. And when they opposed themselves and blasphemed, he shook his raiment and said unto them, Your blood be upon your own heads. I am clean from henceforth. I will go unto the Gentiles. So Paul went to the synagogues in Corinth every Sabbath, and he was showing the Jews and the Greeks that Jesus was the Messiah. That's what he was doing. But they were not able to hear his words. Paul stopped when they f were fighting with him and blaspheming. You understand that was his cue from God. If you are discussing the Bible with someone and they're willing to talk to you about it, and continue to talk to you about it, then great. Continue to talk to them. But if they start arguing and fighting and even blaspheming God and putting down God or putting things about God down or about Jesus down or whatever, that's your cue. That's it. They can't understand. So what did Paul do? And he, when they opposed him and said, your blood be upon your own heads, and I am clean from henceforth. So you understand, he's not going to them no more. No, these people were getting angry and fighting. Verse 7. And he departed thence and entered into a certain man's house named Justice, one that worshipped God, whose house joined hard to the synagogue. So, you see, Paul didn't give up. He just wasn't welcome at the church, quote, synagogue anymore. So he didn't go there anymore. But he wanted to be around the people and 
God directed him to go to this man who, what does it say? Who worshipped God, but he didn't go to the synagogues. And what does it say next? And Crispus, this is why we came here, who was Crispus? This is the one Paul mentioned back there in the Corinthians, in Corinth, Crispus in Corinth. The chief ruler of the synagogue believed on the Lord with all his house, and many of the Corinthians hearing believed and were baptized. We see Paul baptized Crispus, who was the chief ruler at the synagogue. Many believe once Crispus believed and were baptized. You understand that Paul didn't give up. He just stopped going to the synagogue. But he was still able to talk to people that were connected to that synagogue by going to other places. In our day and age, it would be something like going to a home Bible study that's connected to one of the churches. You go to a church, they have a problem with what you're saying, they don't want to talk to you, they don't want to listen to you, but they have home Bible studies. You can go to the home Bible studies and get to know the people there, and God can work through you that way away from the synagogue, away from the church. See, Crispus was the lead, (laughs) the head guy over at the synagogue. In the synagogue, the people there were blaspheming. And so Crispus wasn't going to be listening to Paul in the synagogue, but he wanted, he had ears to hear to the point that he was baptized. And Jesus spoke to Paul in a vision and said, don't give up. There are many people here in Corinth that will believe. I want you to read verse 9. Then spake the Lord to Paul in the night by a vision, be not afraid, but speak and hold not thy peace, for I am with thee, and no man shall set on thee to hurt thee, for I have much people in this city. And so, Paul had work to do in Corinth. He may not have been going to the church, meaning the synagogue in Corinth, but he was going to be meeting people, and one of those peoples was Crispus, and he baptized him and his household. This is the work of God. This is how God works. The religious system usually doesn't want you around, but people connected to the religious system, maybe going to churches or stuff, you can actually make the works of the kingdom complete by going outside of the church system. Remember that. 
And I just want to read uh, verse 11. And he continued there a year and six months teaching the word of God among them. So he didn't give up. Paul stayed a year and a half teaching the word of God in Corinth. The reason we looked at that is because of what Paul said in the Corinthians. Now hold your place there in Acts. We're going to be going back there, but go back to the Corinthians. And verse 14, I thank God that I baptized none of you but Crispus and Gaius. Paul is saying, I baptized none of you except two. And then, of course, the house of Stephanus, which is verse 15. So in a year and a half, listen, a year and a half, he only baptized a handful of people. But there was many people. Church of Corinth came out of this, and Church of Corinth was a big church, a lot of believers. But only a handful that Paul baptized. As we saw, once he was able to talk to Crispus, he was baptized. In verse 15, we see another problem here in the Corinthians. Paul was told the people are being baptized in someone's name besides Jesus. See, read it. What does it say? Lest any should say that I had baptized in mine own name. You understand, Paul? These are the things that Paul is hearing about believers, these false doctrines. Satan gets believers to come up with false doctrine, and because humans are like sheep, they just follow along without question. If you are following along with a false doctrine or have ever followed along with a false doctrine, it doesn't mean you're not a believer. It means you're listening to the flesh more than the Spirit of God. I have done this in the past. Yes, oh, yes, I have done this. And as I look back, I find that flesh things were more in my thinking back then when I would you know, with listening to false doctrine until God had to smack me around to get my attention, which, yes, definitely. (laughs) He's had to do that a couple of times when, you know. So I can tell you, if you're believing false doctrine, it's because you're occupied in your thinking process with flesh things, whatever flesh things that may happen to be. For some people, it's you know relationships. For some people, it's works. Some people, it's their habits. For some people, it's you know what it is they're addicted to, their addictions. So, if flesh things are your um, focus and your problems and the things having to do with flesh things, then, yes, uh, you can get caught in believing false doctrine because you can't listen to the Spirit of God when you're dwelling on flesh things. So Paul tells us what his job was for the kingdom of heaven, right there in verse 17. The first part, 
Paul's letting us know he was there a year and a half, and we know he only baptized a handful of people. For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel. The Messiah did not send him to baptize. The Messiah sent him to preach the gospel, the good news. And then it goes on and it says, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. I want you to go back to Acts. I told you, hold your place. Now go to verse 9. And so, see, here in the Corinthians, for Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel. This is what Paul is referring to, verse 9 in Acts chapter 18. Then spake the Lord to Paul in the night vision, Be not afraid, but speak, and hold not thy peace, for I am with thee, and no man shall set on thee to hurt thee, for I have much people in this city. Jesus told Paul what he wanted him to do. Don't be afraid, speak, don't, do not keep quiet. I'm with you, Paul. No one will attack thee here. I have many people in Corinth. This is what Paul is referring to concerning Corinth because he was in Corinth when Jesus gave him his assignment for the kingdom. Understand and rightly divide the word of God just because Jesus said, and this is so important, listen, listen, listen. Just because Jesus said this to Paul at the time of the Corinth when he was in the city at that time, do not think these things apply to you or anyone else in any other city. He wasn't talking to us. He was talking to Paul, who was Yahshua talking to. If you haven't studied that study, then take a look at it here on Talk Show. Yahshua is talking to different people at different times. So understand that no, Jesus did say to Paul, he said, uh, don't hold your peace. Um, I'm with you. No man shall set a hurt on you. Don't worry about it. I got a lot of people here. And just because Jesus said that to Paul in a dream, because he had work for him to do in that particular city at that particular time, doesn't mean that it applies to you or me today. Now, you see how the Bible can be corrupted. Go back to the Corinthians now, verse 17, the second part of that verse. Not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. Now, Paul is going to explain what Jesus wanted him to do. Paul wasn't going to show how much he knew in the Bible of how many verses he could recite. I see Christians do that, you know, that I've met when I try to talk to them. <laughs> and then they recite all these Bible verses. And I'm like, okay, so you can recite verses. What does that have to do with what we're talking about? So 
just because you know the Bible doesn't mean you understand the Bible. And that's what Paul is talking about here. Because if it mattered, and this is Paul's point, if it mattered how much knowledge one had to be part of the kingdom, then what Jesus did would be useless. So that's why he's saying not with what? Not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made to none effect. So it doesn't matter how much you know, how much you think you know, or any of that, because if it had anything to do with that, how much you know, how much you can remember, then what Jesus did would be useless. If that was the way God was going to use you, if you knew a lot, he was going to use you a lot. If you didn't, then he wouldn't. You know, that isn't the way it works. I have heard people say, when I know everything so I can answer any question, then I will go and talk to people. <laughs> I've heard that so many times. Yet I tell them, then you are working on human power. Your ability to recall and not being led by the Spirit of God. I will talk to anyone that has a question and wait. And usually while the person is still asking, the Spirit has given me the Bible verse. I didn't have to memorize it. That is what Paul is explaining to the saints in Corinth. Someone was telling them you had to know a lot to be a leader or an elder or to follow a teacher. This is a lie from Satan. doesn't matter how much you know. Today you have these preachers that have gone to school, <gasps> seminary, to learn how to be a preacher or pastor, except the Bible doesn't say you need a degree to have a group. Then in the next verse, Paul explains what he thinks of those that have a degree or want all kinds of knowledge. Verse 18. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved. It is the power of God. What is Paul saying? The only thing you need to know to talk to someone is about the cross, who Jesus was, who sent Jesus, why he died on the cross, what happened after he died. If you say these things to people who are not invited, they will think you're speaking foolish. If you say these things to people who are invited, then they know what God did through his son for us. Paul then tells us why there are those that are not invited. So understand, in verse 19, that's what Paul's going to tell us. But before we get to there, understand that, hey, somebody's looking for all this knowledge. You understand? All this stuff that the Bible that they recite and they know and they go to schools and they get these degrees and it makes them feel like they're something. When you tell them the basics and they think that their degrees are something, then you're telling them the basics. To them, it's foolishness because all you're doing is talking to them about the basics. They want to talk to you on their 
super level. You know, they're intelligent. They got these doctorates and all of this nonsense that they have. There's no place in the Bible that tells you you need to be some kind of a doctorate or college degree person to do the works of the kingdom. So when you're just a regular Joe Schmo that God uses to do his work, then they think that you're foolish and that you're beneath them. Believe me, I have experienced this many, many times. And I have been told by people that study under the scholars and all of these people, religious scholars and people, that, you know, that they read all their books and they know what they're saying and they can see what the Bible says because these books told them what the Bible says. And then I come along and tell them what the Bible really says, basic, no big deal about these scholar nonsense things. And they go well, look at all these scholars. They don't say it says that. What are you talking about? You don't know what you're talking about. See, they think my words are foolish. They don't understand the simplicity that is in the gospel. So Paul goes into verse 19, and he explains it's written. He liked to give people Bible verses from the Old Testament to back up why he says things. That's when I talk to people, I do the same thing. I say, this is what the Bible says, and that's why I believe what I do. So when you're talking to someone, understand that the way that God does things is he has his servants back up what they're saying from the word of God. He doesn't have their servants just spout a bunch of stuff that they get some from some, you know, scholar or something. Verse 19, for it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudence. It's God's doing, you see. That's why these people that want all these, you know, degrees and stuff and want to follow these people that have, you know, these degrees and stuff, it's God's doing that that they don't get it. They don't understand the simplicity that is in the gospel. It's basics, man. And they don't get it. And it's because God doesn't want them to get it. And we're going to take a look at this next time a little bit more in detail. But first, I just wanted to this week go over this and explain about Paul's role and what Jesus had told him to do. And that, you see, he was there a year and a half and he didn't baptize but a few people, a handful of people. His job wasn't baptizing. Does that mean that nobody got baptized in Corinth? No, of course, that's not what it meant. But what it means is we all have our jobs to do. And Paul's job was to preach 
the good news, was to preach about the Messiah. That was his job. And then God had other people in the church, once they believed, once they understood who the Messiah was, then you're disciples and you're explained about what Jesus did and what Jesus told us to do and what others have done and shown us to do. And part of that is being baptized. And so that's when they're baptized. They're baptized by someone else. You understand there's jobs for everyone. And so, you see, Paul's job was to spread the good news to tell who the Messiah was. And that's what we looked at this time in 1 Corinthians and understand that we all have jobs to do. And understand that false doctrine gets into the churches. Absolutely. So if false doctrine has got in, it's because the flesh is being listened to and not the Holy Spirit. Now, these, this, um, it is written that Paul is talking about here in verse 19, actually comes from Isaiah 29. He's quoting Isaiah 29, which, of course, is a prophet of God. Next time, we will look at what Isaiah said. But before we do that, why don't you take a look at it yourself and see what the Spirit of God says to you? And that completes the letters of the Bible. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 14 through 19. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.